This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Sci-Fi Bartow! It is Saturday, February 17th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's in beautiful Bartow, Florida at 180 South Central Avenue, Bartow, Florida, 33830 on Main Street. Yes, and Johnny, what is the price of this event? Free! You want to bring your family, you want to bring the kids, also it's pet-friendly, this year, the car show is coming back. They're going to have the Cylon Raider ship. They're going to have the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Also, George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost, and Chuck Dixon will be at Main Street Comics and Memorabilia right in front of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce stage. You want to come out. You want to see us. You want to bring your friends. Man, there's going to be plenty to do. There's an art show. There's a costume contest, rock painting, trivia games, and also there's going to be a whole plane full of cosplay, including the five. 501st, the Tampa Bay Garrison, the USS Haven Star Trek Fan Club, Guardians of Justice, Florida Con Artists, and Bombshell Cosplay, plus many, many more. Also, there'll be hundreds of sci-fi vendors and 10 blocks of sci-fi fun, and including activities for the kids. You're going to want to come out and see us, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Hello, Antoinette. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And let's do so on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, Deuce, we're the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And guess what? We're back. We are back. We Happy wanted, 2032. What year is it? 2018 now. Oh, shit. Okay. It does sound like one of those awesome sci-fi it years, does. doesn't it? It does. Um, Go get the Cylons or yeah, Lost in Space or yeah, something I like just, that. Oh, man. All my days have been run together. And that and I want to say, number one, speaking of days run together, thank you to all of our fans who've been listening. Yeah. I know you guys have been waiting for a new episode. Yep. Uh, we, we got feedback on the Facebook page and stuff. The holidays always get hectic, and well, first of all, happy holidays yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas, uh, all the holidays that you were able to celebrate. Hope happy you had a Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah everything. We hope you guys had for the rest of us. Yep, uh, we hope every, hope everyone had a great holiday and also a happy new year and a mm-hmm. safe and happy new year. And uh, because uh, you know a lot of fireworks going off, and uh, yeah, I don't know about you, but my neighborhood, man, fireworks off till two a.m. in the morning, man. Really? Nuts. No, yeah. well, thank God it wasn't that bad. The good yeah. thing is, like, we live in a, a neighborhood with older people, so, like, a lot of the fireworks went off before midnight. We're like, oh, thank God. So it wasn't like... It's the weirdest night. thing walking, because we have a new puppy, for those who don't know. Uh, her name is Tifa. She's a lab uh, hunting dog mix with a couple other things. She's a, she's a mutt. Uh, and she's only six months old. And How did she do with that? Uh, Inside is okay, but when I went to walk her, and all of a sudden people right next to us... Were- Blowing them up, and she, she, she out. ran. I had, I mean, I had a leash on, but she ran underneath the car. Oh, really? <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, she was super scared of the of the fireworks. We had gunshots going off. Oh so. my gosh! Yeah, we got a back forty, like a farm property behind ah. us, and they were having like a bonfire and stuff. And you know, that we're outside of city limits, sure. so you're allowed to do that. But I'm hearing, brap, brap, and I'm like, what <laughs> the? F-? 
Like, Jeez. yeah, I was like, happy. And the funny thing is we had some people at our house that, like, weren't really from around here. And I was like, welcome to Polk County. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. AK-47 Christmas. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, but we, we just, uh, we're so thankful for all of our friends and family and everyone that supported Sponsors. us. Sponsors. Sponsors, amazing people. Uh, and we're glad everyone had a great time on their holiday and their New Year's. Yeah. So before we get into 2018, we wanted to throw in our top five favorite games of 2017. We do that every year. I know people have been asking for it. And 2017 had a lot of great games. And uh, I think my list is going to be pretty pretty mixed, yeah. uh, pretty different. And we will talk about one game later on in its own episode, so stay yeah. tuned for that because there's a lot to talk about. One game kind of captivated both of, both of us this year. Uh, but Deuce, uh, how did you want to do this? You want to you want to start off with five? I think we should start off with five and go to one, but first we need to start with the good old Deuce, Deuce salute. salute. Damn, that thing was loud. All yeah, right. good times, good times indeed. Um, so. Cheers, everyone drinking at home. Uh, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. And, uh, yeah, we hope you guys had a great 2017. Hope you lose a lot of games that you enjoyed. Definitely send us an email. Let me ask you one question before we get in the list. Sure. Because, like, I was looking, like, I was looking at the games I bought this year, and did this year seem, like, a little light on games compared to other years? Like, to me, it seemed like it was way lighter than it's been before. It, it was either way lighter or just the games that came out, I spent a lot more time in them than, you know what Maybe. I mean? I spent more time on the games that I bought. Yeah, 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 So I didn't buy a bunch of other games. Yeah. So, like, I still have, literally still have three games in the shrink wrap that I haven't even opened yet. Oh, yeah. Like, so, same thing for me. Like, I bought, like, a couple games on Black Friday. One. I bought, I, we both got Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Black. Uh, have you yeah. played it yet? Not, I mean, it's still in the shrink wrap. Oh, well. I took the shrink wrap off and installed it, but that's about as far as And then my sister Christmas, she got me the Uncharted collection for PS4. Oh, nice. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting back into those uh, and playing those again because it was great, great well, season the same games. thing. I got the, what was it, the Uncharted 4 sequel thing with the two Yeah, ladies. I forget what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Like Lost Le Legacy. Lost remember. Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I bought that and literally I opened it, installed it on the PS4, haven't touched it. Yeah. So I mean. And we want to say this when we say this is our top five games of the year. These are the top five games that we played. We didn't right. get a chance to play everything. And right. like we just mentioned, there's two really good games that we've got that we just haven't had time to play. That's so true. This, you you got to kind of temper the steel of just saying that, you know. These aren't the these best aren't games. These are the best games. These are the these best, are the best, that, best we games that we played. That's a good point because so. there's a lot. There, there was a lot of things that kind of went under the radar, yeah. and there's some things that obviously were huge hits for people regardless. But, but like, example, a lot of people put Assassin's Creed in their top five games of the year. It probably would have made our top five if we played we it. Played so it. Yeah. We have not played it. So just because the game is not in the list doesn't mean we yeah. didn't like it. It's just yeah. probably because we didn't play it or we didn't get much time to play it. So, right, right, right. Uh, But, yeah, we love doing these. Uh, we actually, a couple years ago, we did an episode with our good friend Jason Kuntz, uh, who's a huge yeah. – Big shout out to him! Huge on uh, Twitch and YouTube now. He has uh, over two hundred thousand subscribers uh, on YouTube, um, and he's he's killing it. He's doing he's doing fantastic work. So his name is Jason Paradise. If you go on the uh, Twitch and on the YouTube, go check him out. He's a good friend of ours, and he did his best of with us a couple of years ago, and that was really Gosh, fun. That was Two yeah, two or three years, years ago. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. But we did ten games. I thought that was too much. Oh, you and I kind of talked about it. We're like, ten games, you could go two well, hours. It was like two and a half hour right. long episode. Right. And I'm like, dude, like, let's just do – because I figure we'll probably get a solid hour out – which actually, 
guys at home, send us your uh, emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. I would like to hear from you guys, like, what is your perfect, like, what's your sweet spot when it comes to how long our episodes are? Because we've had some that are, like, four hours long. Lately, they've been floating around an hour, but right. we've had some that are, like, 30 minutes, four, 45 minutes. Do you like them more bite-sized? Yeah, give like us some longer? feedback. Like, uh, leave us yeah. a review on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere, uh, and all that. I have a friend of mine that said he knows how to get approved through uh, Spotify. Nice. A good friend, David Ginsburg, is a Tales of the Fandom. He got yeah, on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Cool, I'm going to cool, talk cool. to him about it. And uh, obviously, we're going to try Our Heart Radio as well. So yeah. there's still stay tuned. We're back in the groove. We're yeah. <laughs> It's Deuce and Johnny got our groove back. Yeah. So we're back here again, uh, and we're very excited to be back doing what we love. And uh, we appreciate all the fans still staying there with us and supporting yeah. us all this time. And, uh, Deuce, do you want to just start with number five? Yeah, I'll start with number five. What's your number five game? My number five is Wolfenstein 2. Um, Now, guys, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this game, and I also want to preface my next statements and its number on the list with this. The game probably should be higher on my list. I just have only put, like, six to eight hours into it. Right. So I can only go off what I've played. Now, if I had beaten the game or probably gone farther through it, it might have cracked the top three easily. But I'm loving it. I'm having a great time with it. And basically because it's just more Wolfenstein. Well, that was the thing that, you know, just to touch back before, uh, we were both surprised by the first Yeah, game, like I the was new blown order. away yeah. because, like, I love Wolfenstein, but then I played it and I'm like, holy shit, because the story was good. Yep. It was super graphic and... I gotta get it's ID software that makes yep. these, same as Doom. Yep. They have a way to make a gun feel like a gun. Like it feels yep. hefty. It's got some weight to it. It packs a punch. Yep. Like, cause there's some games that are shooters that I play. <laughs> yeah. And it's like these things feel like a paintball gun or right. like some chintzy. Like yeah. this doesn't feel. But these, but they feel like guns. I think what surprised us about the the first the first game in the series uh, with the new company, um, it was the fact that. It just it it was a fun play. It was a fun ride, like from beginning to end. Like you knew that Wolfenstein itself has his lineage, has his legacy, it has his history. Yeah. But to be able to bring it to the new generation really, I think, uh, opened up some eyes for people that were yeah. maybe on the fence about the yeah. series, you know, because it had a lot more heart than just shooting zombies. Yeah. Like there was, there is. If you've not played it, you should play it. But that whole psych ward thing where he's all or that mental institute yeah. he's in in that game where you're just like trying to exp- get out of it. Like that thing was like, holy crap! I didn't expect that game to be starting off like that. It well, just, the new game starts off like that. Does it? Yeah. Like, well, two things. First. And you'll really like this. If you didn't play one, you don't have to. When you start the game, it does a previously on Wolfenstein. Oh, and it's like a five-minute video that catches you up. That's good. But also, and here's the kicker. In the first game, there was a big choice about, like, there was two guys. Right. And one of them was going to die, and you had to make the choice. True. They let you remake the choice. Oh, sweet. So, like, if you didn't play the first game, you still get to make the choice to see who lives or who dies. So it continues that story. So it continues that That's story. That's super smart. Now, I bought it this time on the Xbox One because the first time I bought it on the PS4. So I'm wondering if I bought it on the PS4, if it would do, like, Mass Effect and read the save file and be like, oh, he saved this guy and, hmm. you know, or not. That I am curious about. Yeah. But they, the new – the end of the first game, you were fucked up. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't think he made it. No, so, neither did I. It, 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 again, you basically you're not in the psych ward. You're on the boat, uh, but you're in a coma again. Oh wow! So okay. when you come out of the coma, the whole first level you're in a wheelchair. 
so wow. like you have to like roll around the wheelchair and you've got to work different um uh, conveyor belts to uh -huh. like to get up to this level or to get down to this level so you're fighting and shooting in the wheelchair so <laughs> it, it really reminded me of that first level awesome. kind of like getting yeah. you prepped and ready yeah but man like the graphics are good the guns are good they added a bunch of new shit so all in all i'm happy with it i was lucky and we called it we me and you sometimes are video game nostradamus and sure we don't are. even know it yep. because we called a shit ton of stuff before black right. friday and this was one of them i'm like i got a feeling it's gonna be like 30 bucks black friday yep. i'll wait and i got it for you know 30 bucks so i was right. like awesome so if you can find it at a good price, pick it up. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your tailpipe. You probably don't need to spend 60 bucks on it. But if you can get it for like 30 or 40 totally worth the money. Oh, yeah. So definitely check it out. It's the it's, – is it called like Colossus or New Colossus? The New Colossus. New Colossus, yeah. yeah I think it's uh, the second second part in that series. Because you're an American in this right, one, which is exactly. nice. Right, so. exactly. So that's Deuces number five uh, for 2017. Um, my 2017 number five pick uh, is – S yeah, almost said Star Trek. Uh, it, it's South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Really fantastic I this game. This was going to be way higher on your it, list. The first game was, but there was so many games that I just had more fun with. I love South Park a yeah. lot, but it still made my top five list. Well, that's good. The South Park Stick of Truth was my number one game. I think of 2015 yeah. uh, when it came out. I loved the hell out of that game. Um, but South Park, the South Park. Uh, Fractured Butthole, that's a hard title to say, uh, is really great because it takes everything that you loved about Sick of Truth and just kind of magnifies it. And this is the superhero theme. So yeah. everything's superhero based and you can mix superhero powers. So yeah. like if you wanted to be a psychic, you could be a psychic, but you can also be like a speedster yeah. and combine those. Or if you're if you want to be someone that's more of like a strong hero, like a Hulk type character, yeah. you could do that. Uh, really cool mix. The stories as crazy as you would think. South yeah. Park is yeah, yeah, Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Yeah, Matt and Trey, they both did a really good job uh, with the voices and story, and they really. The first game really took it off the rails, and this one takes it off the rails even more. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a fun game to play, and, and it's accessible. I actually, I think I was telling you about this. I enjoy the combat more in this than I did the first yeah, game. Yeah, because you said it reminded me more of Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I because you, it's you more said? of a grid-based system. Yeah. So you have, and of course, because of a grid-based grid -based system, you can have more enemies as well. And if you hit the enemy from behind, obviously it's more damage, but you can only move so many squares, and your attacks can and only hit. And also your area of effect is different. Exactly. You, you know, it might be four squares instead of six or two. Yeah, so I mean, like a grid-based system is better, but I also like that they went back to the old school with the turn-based. Right. Like, I, going back, and, and big props to Buck and Retro Game Treasure, I've been playing uh, Chrono Trigger, um, and, like, getting back to that old-school RPG where it was turn-based, it's like, oh, my God. Like, I love that. The I like it. Ones, it I gives you more time to be that. calculating. You and you can, can think. Exactly. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, my God, I hurt. got to hurry up and right. hit a button. So. You have time to kind of prep and plan. It's more like a yeah. chess game than a checkers game, yeah. so, uh, which is great. And in the game itself, you can actually get pretty complex with it. Or if you're more of just like, hey, I just want to hit some buttons, you can do that, yeah. too. But there's a lot of strategy, and they reward you for playing smart. So it's it, it's a really great game. It's fun. I think it's a must play. Um, even if you're on the sp spectrum of South Park, if you even even if you watched it growing up, you'll still enjoy it. You don't have to have watched every episode in the series to understand everything. It's just really well written, uh, and probably one of the best RPGs I played this year. I yeah. mean, and that sounds kind of crazy saying that, but I mean, it's just a great 
RPG in general that happens to be in the South Park universe. So definitely a great game. So that's my number five pick for 2017, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. And I played it on the Xbox 360 or Xbox One. One. Yeah. So right on. Um, I'm not going to lie. For me, four, uh, three and four could kind of be interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of put them at random where they landed. Sure. And it's in, uh, number four for me is Injustice 2. Oh, yeah. I um, forgot that came out last year. Yeah. Like, I really liked it. And to be honest with you, I think, and I might have to have you and our good buddy David Pascal, uh, Pasco jump on this for me. Uh, I think I want to get a fighting stick. Like, I think I want to, like, invest in... Because I think for 100 bucks you can get a halfway decent one, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I want to get one for the Xbox One because that was the thing, which from now on I'm buying everything Xbox One because I bought it for the PS4 and you bought it for the Xbox One. Right. And because was, of the online... And let, let's talk about that real yeah. quick because Deuce and I, we both got our PS4s first. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Deuce, you know, you can go back and listen to his story. He got his from Taco Bell. He won. He's actually... Some, that actually exists. Yeah. People do win from these things. Yeah. And it was crazy to know somebody that actually won uh, one of those contests. So, yes, they are real. They are legit. Yeah. There are actual winners. It's not just to get you into the store to buy more tacos, yeah. which it probably did. But it... Which, uh, just from the deacon of fast food eating, because I got some today, that new dollar beefy nacho stacker thing uh, is awesome. You need to get one. There's like I a whole will. bag full there. I They're will. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah. Huh? It's, it's good shit. That's good. Uh, so, so yeah, there's actual winners. So definitely, um, you know, give it a chance because Deuce, hey, Deuce won it. And he's yeah, like, hey, exactly. ready to roll. So, so we got our PS4s first. We love our PS4s. Yeah. They're great. Uh, but we decided that say once we got our Xboxes, we kind of decided to keep our PS4s as our exclusive, exclusive yeah, stuff. Like I'm only buying PS4 exclusives on it. Everything else I'm getting on the Xbox One. And here's the reason. PS4's online sucks. Like, it's not that great. No. Uh, it's also not as fast and, and steady. Well, and, just uh, getting into parties is a bitch. Right. It's and, not like, as easy. Talking to people is a bitch. And right. it's like, Xbox was like the first to the party when it came to Xbox a lot. Like, I don't right. remember anybody else having an online service. Right. We were playing like Call of, or not, um, Halo, Halo 2. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah, that. that was so, fun. So, like, they have always known that, like, this is a big deal, and that's why forever, like, we've been paying for it. And I'm like, every year when I get my new subscription, I don't bat an eye at paying the money because I'm like, it works awesome. The servers are always up. It's easy to get in a party, and it's easy to find people. And with right. a game like this, like a fighting game, it definitely helps to be able to, like, right. have easy access because, I mean – Yes, Injustice Two has an amazing story mode, like a really, really good story mode. Yeah, it was really, re- yeah. uh, uh, really well written. Um, good voice acting. Um, everyone felt like they had they they were they felt like there was true. Uh, they were get paying homage to the characters in a good way, yeah. and it, that was great. And the interaction between the characters was great. Uh, Brainiac as a villain was fantastic. So the actual main story campaign, you actually. It, Pro tip: You want to play through it twice, yeah. Because uh, there's like a, I guess, another ending you can get to the game yeah, if you play it twice. Yeah, there's two endings, and but yep. basically, like, basically, you'll get to parts in the story where you'll have two characters to choose from. It's like, do you want to fight with this person or that person? Well, and this is the cool thing: you can go back to the chapters, and it'll say like, you beat through it with Black Canary. So now I know I've got to go back and beat it with the Green Arrow. Right. So it's like I know which ones I need to go and finish mm-hmm. it with. Um, because I, when I played through, I picked the people I liked best. It was like, Same here. The, like, yeah. okay, either I like that character more or I play better with that character. Right. 
and then I went back and tried to do it with the other stuff, which is cool. And you know, like this game makes them bank. Like, oh so. well, and this game is pretty deep too because it's not just a story. And there's there's online, obviously you can online. But I love the what was it the the challenges they did and things you can yeah, go through challenge mode. Yeah, where the, you could go and it'd be like, okay, do that. Like, and I think there was even a. It's been a minute, guys. Yeah. I want to say there was like a challenge tower because one was like right. start with fifty percent health or yeah, your hits different... do fifty percent less damage right. or like all you these can't weird, jump or, or something yeah, like that. Like all these weird, weird things. Yeah, weird little uh, caveats, which is cool. And I forget yeah. what it's called, but it was like the uh, yeah, it's some some sort of like main hub where yeah. it's like you go to these different worlds, a multiverse. I think yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. And it was really neat because it changed. Even if you got bored with the story and online, it gave you something new to do. Yeah. And you can and every time you'd unlock stuff, there's so many unlockables in this game, yeah, costumes and all kinds of stuff. Color changes. Uh, color changes, uh, different moves you can add, and and also I really enjoyed because I played the first one, which I really liked. But yeah. I think they just enhanced, made everything better in this game. Uh, and Brandy, this is a game Brandy put a ton. Yeah, of hours that was in. the thing that surprised me. Cause yeah. You're like, Brandy's playing it more than I am. She I'm put like, about forty really? hours, forty like hours, forty hours into this wow. game. That's a lot. For so her, yeah. yeah, and her favorite uh, player I think was Scarecrow. Uh, yeah. Mine was I, I tossed at the end. I, I you kind of gravitate towards a couple. Right. I uh, I went between Flash and uh, Green Arrow. Those are the two nice. that I uh, I got pretty well. Who did you like to play with? Uh, I played with Flash a lot. I really like Harley Quinn. And I like Supergirl. Yeah, like Supergirl is really cool. She's she's uh, like a mix of Superman and Flash, so she's got like these really strong powers. But then she's pretty quick too. Yeah. So like it was a good like bridge gap between yeah. the two because I like Superman and his he he hits hard, but the problem is he's just so slow. No, I can't play like, as him. He what? was awful. Like yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he felt like know. a big tank character. You're like, yeah, Superman like needs tank. to be fast. Yeah, Why like, is yeah. he slow, so slow? Yeah. And actually, Batman is a good... If you're starting off the game, Batman's a good average starting character yeah. to play because he's a good mix of all the stuff. Yeah, because Harley was like a bitch to right. learn because Harley's one of those... like You've got to be really good with it. I just love Harley Quinn, so I'm like, I will play as long as I have to to get good at this because she's one of my favorite characters, so I'm just going to learn to get good at this. Yeah, so, so she, she was great. Uh uh, as well, and the voice acting was spot on, oh, stellar, yeah. uh, and the music is great. Uh, it's just a, overall, it's a fun time. It's a great game, a fighting game to be accessible. So if you're not, if you've never played a fighting game yeah. before, this game is pretty easy to pick up and play. Yeah. There's obviously advanced nuances uh, as well. So if you really want to get, you know, more of competitive style, you can do that. There's yeah. always tournaments or, you know, the world gaming tournaments yeah. and all that MLG and all that stuff. There, there's always these tournaments that you can play around as well. But I think it's a great game. It made a lot of money, and it's still going on with DLC, Deuce. Yeah. They're, they're, they they announced the Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah. It's crazy. And they did, didn't they do um, Hellboy? Was that Hellboy? One? Adam. Uh, there was a bunch. All kinds of them. Uh, yeah, Hellboy is really cool too. But yeah, they're still releasing a year after the game's over. They're still releasing content, yeah. which brings you back to the game. So, very smart way of introducing DLC to the game, and. I think that's a great pick. It, yeah. uh, it would have made my top ten, um, I, but there's some other games that put ahead of it. But, yeah, number four, that's your pick, Injustice 2. And, and they're going to make an Injustice 3. Oh, yeah. And that's a day one purchase for Brandy 9 now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do agree about the, the online service. The dedicated online service is better on um, Xbox. Oh, yeah. Just easier to – it just seemed to run smoother and everything like yeah. that. So uh, we'll definitely be getting it for Injustice 3 because uh, it's making bank. Like oh, you yeah. Said. So that's your number four pick for mm -hmm. 2017. Uh, ironically, mine is uh, close to what you just picked. 
Mine is uh, that I just finished um, as of two days ago, uh, but it was a game made in 2017. Uh, was the Telltale Batman series? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, for those who don't know, the Telltale series is a, a very story-based games. They did The Walking Dead. They've done a couple other franchises as well, Jurassic Park, and who else have they done? Didn't they do they one for Back to the Future? Back to the Future, I Borderlands. They, yeah. uh, they did a lot. Uh, but this is like the first real major IP that they're they're tackling. Yeah. Uh, and it's fantastic because obviously the choices you make as Bruce Wayne or Batman affect the rest of the story. Yeah. You do get combat options as well, so it's not too difficult to play. If you're mainly just wanting to watch the story, yeah. you can do that as well. Uh, lots of characters. A lot, you're in that whole Batman universe. It feels almost like... It feels... How can I describe it? It, it, it? Some moments feel like you're reading a comic, you know, very scriptive and all that. Um, and then some other times it feel like you're watching like Gotham or something, you know. Uh, and so there's some really cool character developments there right. as well, and it's his own story. So I don't think it connects to anything outside of its own game. Yeah, I think so it's in its own universe. For example, whatever. spoiler: uh, uh, the the main big difference in this game, story-wise, is the fact that Bruce and um, uh, Oswald Cobblepot are actually they used to they grew up together. Okay. Uh, and as kids, now if you know the stories, Penguin's much older than Batman oh, and yeah. every other incarnation. So, but they made it where they grew up as kids, and then they lost touch, and then they yeah. meet up again twenty years later. So, yeah. that's the main difference there, and it, it gives it a different flavor, different you know, because yeah. they're the same age and whatnot. So, uh, but Telltale did knocked it out of the park. It's five episodes, uh, and it's actually as of this recording, is free on PlayStation Plus. So oh, nice. if you have PlayStation Plus, you can download it for free. Uh, in this month, so definitely check it out. It's worth a try, especially if it's free. I mean, it was a fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check it out if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. And so that's my number four pick, um, Batman the Telltale series. And we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back with more of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. Now announcing they are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. We're back with more of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and is my turn? It's your turn. Now. Okay. Uh, number three. Pick. Number three, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh. See. That's I a game I didn't get a chance to play. Yeah. I heard good things. Yeah, actually, me and uh, Edward Vardnell, Eddie V, our good friend, mm -hmm. um, who does an amazing podcast, uh, got to play it some. I, I liked it because I'm really surprised nobody had done this before. 
it's a third-person military shooter, but it's like sandbox style, like GTA. Like they drop you in this big, you know, world, and you can kind of do what you want. Like they start you in one area, and you've got to complete that set of missions right. to take down because you're taking down a drug cartel. Is what you're mm-hmm. doing. Um, but like, there's all these like bosses till you get to like the big head boss, and each time you delete, like get delete, delete, delete one of the uh, littler bosses, like you get more of the story of like why the big boss is right. so horrible. Yeah. Um, but once you get through like that first section, it pretty much just opens up, so you can go wherever you want now. If you go someplace and you're just like way out leveled, then you're like, okay, maybe I should leave this one alone. It tells you where you, yeah. Well, it, it doesn't tell you. It shows you because they just whoop your ass. Like yeah. you get in there and you're just getting murked and you're right. like, oh shit. Yeah. But the, the two things I like about it is it's the whole game's co op. Now, it's not couch co op, but it's like online co op and you can have up to four people in your squad, which is cool. The other thing that was cool because I played a lot of it um, by myself is your squad's pretty damn good by its... Like, the AI is pretty good. Plus, what's neat is you can basically, like, pause it and, like, tell each one of the guys what to do. Like, give them orders and then unpause it. And then, like, this guy will go snipe that guy. This guy will run out and, like, take cover. So then you can, like, sneak around and and get the guys that are shooting him. Like, there's a lot of neat things with it. Um, Because one thing I did all the time is you'll get in these different cars or steel cars and drive off i'd leave my party behind and then they'd show up in the vehicle <laughs> which is nice because they'll shoot out the windows and shit so oh, that's good and if it's got like a turret like one of them will jump on the turret but my only complaint with the game was it gets really repetitive after a while same idea it, well it's 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 color by numbers you right. know what i mean so after a while it's like wash rinse repeat it's like right shit and the other thing i didn't like is with the guns and stuff, you have to find the guns in the map. So it's like, oh, I really want this submachine gun. Well, you got a giant-ass map. Go find it. And right. it's like, shit. And then, so you get the machine gun, and you're like, man, I want a new stock for it. I want a sight, or I want whatever. Same thing. You got to go through the map. It's not like, a, okay, I collect money. I go to, like, a store and buy that. Right. Like, and that was the only thing that kind of... So you had to go find your... Yeah, stuff. and that was kind of a pain in the ass, because it's like... The, the good news is, like, right out the gate, I got a couple things I really wanted, and then I went and saw a couple YouTube videos, because, like, they're like, you start in this section, but the section right next door, even though it's higher level than you, is, like, the best sniper rifle, and it's like, you can kind of sneak into where it's at, and, like, because it's hiding, like, where one of the bosses is, right? so it's like, here's the way to sneak in there, get it, and get the hell out, and oh, I was like, oh, okay. okay, so I went in there and got it, so I had, like, the best sniper rifle in the game, and then I had, like, a submachine gun or something because i love shotguns but the maps are so i mean it's huge it's like a gta map so it's like shotgun don't do shit so but i mean i had a lot of fun with it no it's better not just because i have a question um the division is a game that kind of dropped off really early for you it dropped off quick so when you're thinking of tom clancy's the division yeah this is a totally different experience for you totally different i i definitely think they stole some ideas from the division but it seemed like Division was great idea, bad follow through. This was great idea, pretty decent follow through. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like yeah. I definitely think if they make another one, there's things that can improve upon. But I almost, I almost felt like this game was a proof of concept. Sure. Like 
let's make a game. This is the idea we have. Let's see if people, if it sells and if people buy it. And I think it sold pretty well. Right. I mean, I don't have any numbers in front of me, but like, I know a lot of people that picked it up. So, and most people enjoyed it that picked it up. So, yeah, I didn't hear anything bad with it. Unlike, you know, uh, uh, the division. Cause like I had it for like a month and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Like, yeah. Because once you got through the story mode, you were going into the v- PVP area and I'm like, yeah, no, fuck that. Like, yeah. Cause you go in there and people would have way better equipment than you and just be murking your ass. Right. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Like I've got a hundred other games I can play. I'd sure. rather be playing that than just getting smoked. So, uh, I mean, like I said, three and four were kind of interchangeable. Uh, Ghost Recon and Injustice 2 because they both were really good. But I went ahead and dropped it at the three spot just because it was something new. And also, it was a new IP. Like, right. anytime there's a new IP out there, I, I always say this. Um, if you are on the fence about it, go ahead and get it just because it's just like movies. They only want to do sequels and reboots and prequels and vote with your wallet yeah, yeah so it's like vote on a new ip because sure. then even if they roll the dice and they just do lukewarm then if they want to do another new ip they'll be like well that last new ip we did did pretty good so you know yeah so that's uh your number three that's ghost recon wildlands mm-hmm. um my number three pick is uh an independent title um that if you have playstation is exclusive to playstation you you folks listening should uh play it is a game called pyre Pyre done by Supermassive or Supergiant Games, uh, and this is the people that made Bastion and Transistor and whatnot. Uh, it's a really fun game. It's story based. The premise is you're this person that pretty much comes out of the stars, and you don't know what you're doing, what your objective is, and you meet across this caravan of people. They all have these masks on. You're like, what are these people doing? And they're they're speaking this weird language, and then they take their mask off and they tell you that they are people that have been shunned from society. And the only way to get back into good graces with society is to, uh, I guess, make enough money to be able to buy your way back in. Um, and so it's it's one of the things where it's a story-based game. It's an RPG, but you're playing this uh, game. I, I forget the name of the game, um, but it's it's like a, it's. I kind of equate it to soccer. So what it is, is you have these two goals that you're trying to take a ball. And it's like a light ball. It's a ball that glows. Um, And you can pick it up. You can pass it off to your other teammates. But the end objective is to take it and throw it in the other enemy's end. But you can jump. You can throw it. You can pass it. You have these special abilities. So the sport game or the sports game is a part of the RPG? Correct. Yes. Kind of like Gint was in Witcher 3. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like its own version. So you have this like uh, this awesome, I forget the name of the sport, but it's it's very much like football, like more rugby, I guess is the better term. You're running around. People can take take the ball from you and they can hit you and hit powers on you, like get a blast of beam on you or whatever. Uh, but it's it's fun because I didn't think I was going to like the, the sports version of the game, but I ended up really liking the sports version of the game. And I wish you could – and they actually have a mode where you can just play that mode, kind of like with Quint. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, Quint. which is really cool. So, uh, But the st- it's really story-based. You get to choose where you go. It's like choose-your-own-adventure kind of yeah. thing. And uh, you pick up collectibles, upgrade your weapon, upgrade your gear, which helps you in the in the yeah. game as well. And uh, just a great story. You meet, meet all these awesome people. Um, so it's a very, very – uh, narrative based um, with fantastic voice acting and music is unbelievable done by Darren Korb um, who did the music for Ban- uh, Transistor and Bastion uh, fantastic composer it's just a really fun game and it's only 20 bucks so you got 20 bucks to spare and you have a PlayStation 4 it is a must own must play um, and it's it. 
I think it took me like 10 hours to beat, so it's not very long. So uh, really, really fun game. You should de- definitely go check it out. It's called Pyre, P-Y-R-E, and that's my third game of 2017. All right, so we are at number two for me, yes. and it is Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yes. Which you got to play at my house. I, totally I did. spazzed yeah. and forgot yeah. that. Yeah. What what? Before I get into my thoughts, what were your thoughts? Now you I, only got to play it for like an hour or something. I but. thought it looked gorgeous. First yeah. of all, I thought the the way they just created the ships, the way they created the locales. Uh, it this, feels like Star Wars. Movie. If you close your eyes, you feel like you're listening. You're watching Star Wars. I yeah. mean, the sound effects, the music, everything is is legit and sounds uh, true to the source. Yeah. And it was fun to play. It was really easy to control. Uh, even the I think they've really improved upon the ship navigation in this yeah. one. Than they did last year. A little bit easier to control, and I just love this. The dog fights are awesome. Yeah, to be honest with you, like because me and you played because uh, we played the the normal like not first person, third person shooting, which I right. think you there's a button you can hit where you get into first. Anyway, right. like we played like the the man on we man did couch game. co-op. Yeah, yeah. we did was, couch which co-op fun, on that, fun. which was fun. Yeah, uh, but. What I'm spending most of my time on is just the space battle stuff. Like, I don't even mess with that. So, like, which is cool because you get crates. And, like, every day you get crates. And they actually – and I don't know if it's because I pre-ordered it and I got the special edition or if everybody gets them. But every so often you get a celebration crate, which gives you extra stuff. But I've been spending all my credits on buying the Starfighter crates just because I'm trying to, like, get my Starfighters decked out. Because, I, I mean – it plays well, it's fun, and also it's a good switch off from Call of Duty because Call of Duty's all, you know, first person. So it's like, well, I don't want to play another first person shooter, right? But the star fighting's cool, um, and the story mode's really, really good too. Yeah, like, you told me it was yeah, like a movie. It is like it is totally like a movie, and I like it because I haven't played all the way through. I've probably only played like three or four levels, so I'm not that far through. But it. It starts at the battle indoor, so and at the end of the battle indoor, which gotcha. I was like, "Oh shit!" Because that was my problem with the new Star Wars movie, well, the last two. Like, there's such a giant gap between the battle indoor and like who the Force fuck Awakens. is Smoke? Yeah. Like, how did he get in charge? Like, right. what? This kind of fills in the gaps. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it fills in the gaps, but it definitely tells you like what happened to the Emperor and like he had a plan for if this ever happened that he died. And I'm like, oh shit, like. He was smart enough to be like, all right, one of these fools might murder well, me. And, and now it's canon. That story is canon because yeah. everything that's made post um, whatever it Force is. Force Awakens. Force Awakens is all yeah, canon. canon. So that's kind of cool. So yeah. that's a legit story now, uh, which is neat. Uh, I I was talking to you about this because I really enjoyed the, the space fighting as well. I almost feel like maybe they could create their own space game. Like bring back X-Wing versus TIE, TIE Fighter. Fighter. Yeah. Make your own game out of that. Like I think really think they could. Well, the good thing is if they did that, what they could do is they could do them every year. Because the problem is they're releasing them along with the the major movies. Like, one came out when Force Awakens came out. This one came out when Last Jedi came out. I think they could alternate. Like, one year it's Battlefront. The next year it's the new X-Wing versus TIE Fight. Almost like Call of Duty does. Call of Duty has three different studios. Each game gets three years to be made. Right. And then they switch every year. It's a different studio. Like Treyarch and Sledgehammer right, right, right. and all that. Yeah. And respawn. Like right. the each each one has three years to make their game, and right. so they drop it every year. And I think EA would be smart to do that because then they would be dropping a Star Wars game every year. The only problem with that is you may run into oversaturation. Sure. Yeah. Because like 
I know some people bitch about Call of Duty. It's like, oh, it's the same thing every year, and it's like, not really. But no, I mean, especially this year's. Is well, totally especially different. this year's. But in, in in all honesty, for a couple years there, they were getting right. really like it was almost like Madden. Like it inf- was like like Infinite Warfare yeah. and Infinite Advanced Warfighter. Warfighter is yeah. all about the same. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, there were some differences like when you played the single player because they added like fighter ships in one and that was new but it was like when you were playing like the normal deathmatch and stuff which we do it was like okay these are all the same right that would be my only thing but if you focus on just okay this game is just star fighting you know i I, think that but uh but yeah so i think uh x-wing versus tie fighter would be really cool to bring back um i just who would make it? You know, would 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 EA bring a team? EA to make would it? make it, but I mean, you got to think EA has so many. Like we got Tiburon, which right. is here in Orlando, sure. and Tiburon only does Madden, and they've got like studios all across the United States. They would just have to get a studio that would focus just on that. Um, but hell, if they were smart, they'd pop another studio up in Orlando because you're right next to Disney, and, right? And they're about That's to open point. the Star Wars land. And it's like, well, hell, what better way for the developers and everything to work hand in Because, you know, EA is working with Disney and just have them work with Disney and be, True. you know. I. And then on top of that, think about it as part of your tour. Like, yeah. hey, do you want to see the new Star Wars game? And have just like a little, I mean, don't have the full studio there, but have like a little right. branch or something. Right. So you could go and see them while they're developing the that would game be cool. and stuff. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, have like and, an, have like a uh, behind the scenes look. Well, that yeah. on top of that, you get free play testing. That'd Just be think about fun. It. Like, hey, you know, what do you guys think of this, this level? Yeah, yeah. and you then you get feedback. at the end, you could like yeah. even have like a touch screen just to be like, what did you think yeah. of this? That'd be cool. I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think they should steal that. But I loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. So Johnny, what was your number two? My number two, uh, and this was a, a tough one because uh, my number one. I made the decision probably last week because it was flip flop between this one and the other game. Uh, this is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, and that game knocked my socks off. Uh, Brandy, Brandy, actually our third member, she actually watched me play every single second of the game. She sat with me in the couch, and it this is a masterpiece. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, and made by Guerrilla Games, people behind the Killzone games. They wanted to branch out and do their own thing. And they made their own new IP, talking yeah. about new IPs and whatnot, and it sold really well. And I platinum the game, got 100. Uh, and I haven't played the Frozen Wilds or whatever the yeah. new DLC pack yet. But essentially, you play this character named Aloy, and she is in this. She's pretty much at birth. She was taken to another family because her, her 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 mom and dad or whatever were gone, and so she's dropped into this family that she doesn't know, and raised by this guy. Uh, and he's kind of like the I don't know. He's one of the uh, soldiers that works there, and uh, yeah. But wasn't he kind of like an outcast? He too? was outcast he too. Li- yeah, he didn't live in the main village. Right. So you were an outcast, and he was an outcast. So it was kind of one of those things where the only way you could become part of the of the village again was to take part of these trials. Yeah. And if you got through the trials, then you would be accepted back into the community. Yeah. Uh, but you had to turn like sixteen or eighteen. Like exactly. It, it, the trials were kind of like a uh, like a rites of passage. Rites of passage yeah. for the kids in the right. village. So, right. but it was like if you were an outsider and you had a kid, if your kid got through the trials, and then if you won, you got a wish granted, any yeah. wish you wanted. And she wanted to find out who her parents were because yeah. she didn't know who they were. Uh, and it's this awesome blend, it's a third person action game, um, kind of. 
you've got mechanical beasts so you got that awesome blend uh of you know uh combat with uh, bow and arrows and you have these awesome i don't know you can command them by like summoning them and whatnot and there's this great blend of action and you know a lot if you like collectibles in the game there's a ton of collectibles as well so if you want to go on search and find little hidden tomes and all that stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I love the mix with when you turn on your, uh, I forget what they call it, the uh, little chip in your brain yeah, yeah, the, yeah. on your eyesight. You can actually see like what the, the different things on the ground in the area. And, and it just, for me, it was a perfect blend of story uh, meets uh, just awesome gameplay. I mean, yeah. it's hard to, I mean, people you have heard about it. If you've heard of the name, it was always in the top five, yeah. top, you know, for game of the year um, and whatnot. So, I yeah. really love the game. I haven't played the Wildlands yet, the uh, the sequel yet, the Frozen Wilds or whatever it's called. I haven't played the sequel yet, but it I put about forty, no, sixty hours, sixty one hours into hundred percent the game wow. uh, to find everything, of course. Yeah. Uh, I just lo- enjoyed it. I had a blast playing it, and uh, all the creatures, just taking them down. How the victory that you get when you take them down is fantastic. And then they have these little, like. You know, Tomb Raider had the tombs you can go through and yeah. finding stuff. Well, they have these little uh, cal- they call them cauldrons, and you go through, and it's like this underground mining facility yeah. where you would go through and uh, find these little crystals that would help that you'd attach to your staff that you have that would help you. You know, you can make you stronger, more powerful, but you could also uh, uh, hack into other larger creatures. You know, right. that you can you can hack into and whatnot. And those aren't required in the game, but it, it definitely helps makes you. It yeah, it makes things a little bit easier, but they t- but they are it's a huge map. I mean, the map is massive. huge; it's massive, so it'll it'll take you a while to explore. And they have quick short you know shortcuts and you know quick travels and all that stuff as well. But just the way the world is designed is post apocalyptic, and then they have and then there's an extra story. There's actually a story within a story. You find these little segments or like these audio tapes, mm-hmm. and there's a guy and he's talking about his family and how he went through all of this yeah. the apocalyptic times and. And like you kind of have like these branching stories that if you really want to know more about the game, really helps you unfold it. And I had a blast playing it. And it's it's a game that just knocked me off my feet. I I was I thought the game is gorgeous to look at, but it plays great as well and fantastic combat as well. I just so yeah, that was going to be my number one, but another game came out this year um, that 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 beat it out. So. I will say this to add to Johnny's point. Like if we had done like a top 10, it probably would have been on my, on my list. My only complaint with the game was just that the combat felt a little repetitive and like the weapon, because you're using a bow and arrow, like right for most of it. And the staff, it just, it got a little repetitive and I wish I had had like more weapons to choose from. Mm-hmm. Cause you only had like three or four. There was the bow caster thing. There was the spear, there was a bow and arrow, and there, there was one gun you got, but like right. ammo was really rare, if I remember right. correctly. Um, and that was my only complaint. Like, the game itself was fun, and yeah. if I had had more time and put more time into it, again, it's kind of like Wolfenstein might be higher on my list if I had more sure. time. It might have cracked the top five instead right. of being in the top ten if I had had more time with it. Yeah, so that's my number two, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So Do me and you have the same number one? No, no, I okay. took mine... Mine was gonna be in my top five until we talked, and I was like, you know, what? I'm I'm just gonna save all my thoughts for yeah. the episode we're doing on it. Okay, it would have made my top five, but I changed it around so that way I don't really say much yeah. for your number one. Uh, so let's go ahead and go with your number one. Or do you want to do yours and then we'll say yeah. mine because we're right. gonna say we're gonna do it in a future. Episode. Right, right. Let's do all that. Right. So my number one is uh, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Super Mario Odyssey came out for the so- Switch. Yeah, it's really really fantastic. It. If you love Mario, everyone knows Mario. It's a household name. 
Just like, just like it's the closest thing. Nintendo's IP is as close to Disney. Yeah. It's a household name. Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch. It is probably the most fun I've had all year. It's a, it is literally a joy to play. You pick it up, you play the music, the characters, the interactive, all uh, the the Cappy the hat that you have is cute and adorable, and you can you can toss your hat on anything and become that object. Like if you want. If you ever dreamt of being a bullet bill, you can toss your hat onto a bullet bill, and each character has their own specials. Yeah. So they all work differently. They play differently. You could be a T-Rex. Toss your hat onto a T-Rex, and you're a T-Rex for a yeah. bit. It is, And then using these special characters to unlock other areas and find hidden. Because you're specifying these little moons, which power up your Odyssey. Odyssey right. is the ship that you have. And uh, so you go... It's kind of like the stars that you get in Mario 64. So, and it's just... Every world is different, and, and the music is perfect for each world, and is the most fun I've played all year. It's a, it's the funnest game besides what your number one is. Yeah, it's probably the m- most fun I've had all year. And Super Mario Odyssey, if you have a Switch or if you're thinking about getting a Switch, it is a day one purchase for you if you buy a Switch. It is a yeah. must play, fun to play. Don't they have like Switches now where it's bundled? With they them? have a bundle, yeah, yeah. Mario Super Mario Odyssey bundle. Uh, it, it's just a joy. A joy to play, and I and there's just mini games in there. There's all kinds of stuff you can, you can play uh, volleyball. You can you can skip rope, whatever. There's all kinds that of things. Like I remember because I was playing at David's house, and yeah. like you ran up to this wall and you got on the wall and it turned into like the 8-bit Mario. Yep, yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. yeah, you have the 8-bit sessions too. Yeah. So if you're a fan of the 8-bit retro style, you have little little mini levels, mini yeah. maps that you can jump in and become 8-bit Mario. But whatever outfit you're wearing turns 8-bit too. So yeah. and then the music changes. A bit, so it's it's really it clever. It seemed like it had a lot of depth. Like, yeah, sometimes when you and we're talking like old school Mario games, yeah. like original Super Nintendo shit, like that. Sure. Like they were very, they didn't have a lot of depth because you couldn't have a lot of depth then. Right. But now because we have more powerful systems, there's like a lot. Like I think David said he was like, me and my buddy were gonna get all the stars in this level, and we spent like an hour on it and only got, um, I don't know. He said like he only got like maybe. 15 or yeah there's all there's there's 999 and he found out there was like a star like way over there and he didn't even know how to get to it and then they did a couple more levels and there was a power where you go get it so he's Mm -hmm. like you can't just get everything right out right you won't be able to get it your first run through the world so you'll have to come back and some things aren't accessible till you're able to find the powers or the creatures to unlock yeah exactly so Super Mario Odyssey is my favorite game of 2017 and if you are on the fence about getting a switch this will be the most fun you've had in a while because it's just a fantastic game. And if you already have a Switch and you don't have Mario Odyssey, what's wrong with you? (laughs) It's a fantastic game as a must-own. And, uh, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is my game of the year for 2017. And now we'll preface your number one. We're actually going to be doing a separate episode on your number one. My number one, but I want to ask one question before I drop my number one. Yep. Glaringly absent from your list which i'm surprised is zelda breath of the wild i figured that would be on your list you know i don't want i just want to yeah, ask yeah, no, just no it's fine I, I might get some hate i might get some hate for this uh it didn't knock my socks off when i played it um it people were like oh it's exploring and third well the, at the same time that breath of the wild came out was horizon zero dawn so i was playing through horizon zero dawn yeah. And I had gotten um, Breath of the Wild for the Wii U. You got U. it for the Wii U, and then you got it for your Switch once you got your Switch. Well, I, haven't, I actually haven't bought it for my Switch yet. Really? Yeah, I want to. Okay. Because so, I think okay. if I replay and dedicate all my time to it, it might be different. But it's okay. one of those things where if I put a lot of hours into it, 
I probably would like it more. Yeah. Um, similar with your uh, Wolfenstein, but I've yeah. only put about three, four hours into it. And okay. I, well, then that's fair because you're like, look, I got the game. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I haven't had a lot of time to play right. it. Right. I think Plus, what I'll do is going to play it on the new system. Right. So what, I, what I'm thinking about doing is I'll finish I'll finish all the moons with Mario because yeah. there's an end game thing you can do with that. And then then I'll probably buy it for the Switch and then start over and just play that game because I need to dedicate more time to it. That's yeah. the problem. I think okay. my first couple of hours I was like, eh, but it looks pretty. It plays great. Yeah. Because when David showed it to us at the house, like, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And, like, I think Jason was there, too, JG. And uh, he was like, damn, this is really cool. Like, oh, I think Corey might have even been there that night because he was like, I might have to talk to to the old wifey-poo about maybe let me uh, buy a Switch. Because he was like, this is really cool. Because he liked liked that it was portable. And because everybody I've I've shown and talked to the system about it. The thing they like is that it's portable, right. like that you can play it on the TV, but you can take it with you. The portability you well. thing is nice. I although ironically, I play, I probably play eighty percent of my games docked. I don't yeah. play it. Uh, I just love the way it looks on an HD television. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's like it's a game that come back to me in six months, and I'll be able to tell you more about yeah. it. But that for now, it it uh, I would put it in my top ten list. But I, I, I can't really give a lot of time because I don't I haven't played it enough. Yeah. So when I once I play it more, I'll tell you more about it. But obviously, I love Zelda. I love Zelda stuff. I mean, I'm a big fan of the franchise. Just yeah, I mean, you got your Zelda pillow. There's right. a Zelda shield sitting yep. over there. There's a Zelda action figure. Right. Hell, there's a Kirby with a Zelda hat and the sword right. behind you. Exactly. So I know you're a Zelda fan. Yeah, it's that's just, why I was like, really? Yeah. So I just so before we get all the hate mail, which you can send to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, I will have to put more hours into it. So that's once fair. I get it on the Switch... We'll see, and that's... Because it is yeah. a lot... It, it did make Game of the Year for the Video Game Awards. Yeah. It made Game of the Year in a lot of IGN, GameSpot. It was a Game of the yeah. Year universally across the board. Yeah. Game of the Year but for a lot of people. But also, that's what I like about our show. We're honest with the fans. Right. We told them, like, look, I only played it three hours. Right. These are the games I had a lot of time with that I liked more. So sure. it's better to do that and then blow smoke up somebody's right. tailpipe. True. So now we're to my game of the year, which is drum roll. I'll throw in a drum roll. It's Call of Duty World War II because yep. it's fabulous. Um, we're gonna talk about it just a scotch yep. because we're ooh, excuse me, a beefy stacker tastes good coming up too. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna do a whole episode on Call of Duty. So if you're a Call of Duty fan, you want to listen to it. If you haven't played Call of Duty in a while, you really want to listen to it. Also, we're gonna give our behind the scenes like tips and tricks and oh yeah, it's gonna be a full on yeah, yeah. spoiler everything. We're gonna talk about the story. We're gonna yeah. talk about uh, everything, it, the nooks and crannies, if you yeah, will, of, of the game. game. Um, but I like that they got back to World War II. I like that they got the Halo out of Call of Duty because it was getting to be too much jumpy, flippy, flippy shit. shit yep. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you're running on walls and you've got double jumps. And I'm Save like, that for Titanfall. Titanfall, Titanfall makes Halo. sense. Yeah. Or Halo because that's what those properties are based off yeah. of. But like, like, okay, so like, for you kids out there, because you don't know. First-person shooter games used to always be World War II, like every single time. Yep. And it was Medal of Honor and Call of Duty because mm-hmm. I was actually a huge Medal of Honor I love Medal of Honor. Yeah. I loved Medal of Honor. Um, so I played that forever, and then Call of Duty started with the World War II, and I liked it. I didn't love it. And then once they started getting more into the multiplayer and stuff, that's... Modern, Warf- Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah, that was when it really took off because they were the first game to jump to modern warfare like right. nobody else had touched like modern 
military stuff and then they did it and that game stole stupid numbers well and, and then of course you had battlefield which was doing similar things but it felt differently yeah. and i think the biggest the biggest jump this year uh was if you compare world war Two versus battlefield one oh, everyone's night in day. night and day difference people i mean there's people that are playing battlefield one but but I, we and I both tried Battlefield One. I was, like, I was fat bag of nope. Was yep. not. Oh, uh, the problem with Battlefield One was the maps were so large that you you'd go out. You and spent get, half your time running to the target, and right. it's like I spend four minutes getting to the action and thirty seconds shooting before I get killed, and now I got to run another. And you get Fuck sniped that. a lot. It was yeah. a lot of people camping, and it just wasn't a fun experience for yeah. me or you. So uh, it was nice to have that. So Deuce, we're going to do a whole episode dedicated yeah. to your number one, but. Yeah. Your favorite game of the year. Yeah, Call, Call of Duty, Duty World, World War, War II. II. Hands down, without a doubt, that's the game I've been spending a ton of time on. Right. And I love it for me because, like, my schedule is crazy. So, like, it's nice to be able to come home and, like, I can play that for an hour right. and play, like, three or four matches and then, like, go to bed. Like, because that was a problem with, like, Horizon Zero Dawn and some other games. Like, if I don't have three or four hours to sit down and play it, I don't want to mess with it because i got to relearn the control scheme. I'm got to get back in the story right you got it, it takes a minute yeah now don't get me wrong when i play call of duty it takes me a match or two to kind of get warm back right. up but i can still play you know an hour's worth and have a good time and then go to bed and i can level up some guns i can level up my soldier i can do all that but anyways guys we're gonna wrap this up because we got a whole call of duty episode so coming, yeah that's so a preview wanna... for next week's episode yeah. we'll definitely have an episode dedicated just to, if you are a fan of call of duty world war Two. yeah we'll talk about the history of call of duty we'll talk about deuce's history with it my history with it uh and why i'm playing call of duty because yeah. i might surprise some people uh and just everything about the game the nooks and crannies tips and tricks from yeah. us and uh so you stay tuned so Deuce, that was our top five games of 2017. We want to thank everyone that listened. Please send us an email what your favorite games of 2017 were, and we'll read them on air. So mm -hmm. uh, send us a line, hhpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, leave us a review. We read everything. Uh, five stars. Give us a review, whatever you'd like. Leave us a comment on Twitter, on Facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show, on Twitter at hhpodcast show. Uh, and then also you can... Um, Send us a, uh, a thing for yeah. Send us a line for Ask the Buck um, as well because we're gonna go back to the retro games, uh, retro game treasures compound. So definitely check that out as well. And then of course, dudes, if you're on the internet, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you want to put in a social media of choice, and that is hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast, Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the Loose. Later. <laughs>